Hey, this is Michael Emery. Thanks for tuning into the Slow Baja. This podcast is powered by Tequila Fortaleza. Handmade in small batches and hands down, my favorite tequila. Hey, I want to tell you about your new must-have accessory for your next Baja trip. Benchmark Maps has released a beautiful, beautiful Baja California Road and Recreation Atlas. It's a 72-page large format book of detailed maps and recreation guides that makes the perfect planning tool for exploring Baja. Pick yours up at benchmarkmaps.com. Yes. Well, we should go around and just say hello so I can hear everybody's microphones. Okay. okay. Claudia, yeah. Hello. Want to pass, pass. Hello. My name tell, is tell me your tell name. Them that you're Claudia. Get married, that you're in love. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing that you came back from the United States to. To marry the man to get of your life, of my life, the love, the love, the they love didn't, of my they life. They need to hear you, not me. Yes, I know. <laughs> Hello, this okay. is Claudia. Claudia, Claudia Cardenas. Just, just, just okay, just relax. Claudia, oh, tranquila. Tranquila. tranquila, 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 tranquila. Okay, okay. So that's your voice, Claudia. Claudia Cardenas. Cardenas. Okay, Mara, say Mara, hello. Hi, this is Mara Bello, not Bello Bello. Mm, I'm from Los Cabos. I'm True Miller's assistant, personal assistant. Bien, bien. True, say hello. Beautiful. Good morning, everybody. My name is True Miller, and um, I live in a Adobe Guadalupe, and I am here with two of my best workers ever. <laughs> Fabulous. Hey, it's Michael Emery. It's slow Baja on a beautiful Monday in the Valle de Guadalupe, and we're having a travel talk update on how my dear friend True Miller and Adobe Guadalupe, your beautiful vineyard and inn, how it survived this crazy last year, how you are. Um, we've had a lovely night. She's hosted us after 500 miles of bouncing dirt roads in Baja. We needed a good meal and a warm hug. And we got both last night, had a really lovely dinner. A couple joined us. Shout out to Robert and Angela from, as they say, uh, Tuscandito, our, fr our new friends from Escondido who are here having a lovely dinner, drinking some fabulous wine. And so we're just going to talk. We've got some guests, Claudia and Mara, and we're going to talk about the Valle and how you can experience this magnificent place that I just experienced with my good buddy Ted, the Baja visitor. So Claudia, say hello. Hi, yes, Michael. I work in the reception office. I run here the reservations of the Adobe Guadalupe. And uh, well, I would like to invite uh, people from <laughs> all the world to come and visit us. So you're the, fo you're the first point of contact when people want to come. Yes, and we have our website and also uh, by mail or by phone. They can come and make a reservation People with actually us. answer the phone here. Yes, it's all amazing. the time. We still it's, do that. It's We're old fashioned. That. Yes. There's some beautiful old fashionedness here that, you know, people do answer the phone. True said it this morning at breakfast. Okay, make sure you're ready to, you're on the phones or you're on the phones or you're on the phones. So Mara, you are in the wine side. Yes, uh, I've been working here for Adobe for almost four years. I know the brand and the wines very well. I know Mrs. Miller, of course, 
Um, and right now we do all these VIP wine tastings. We take care of the special groups that come and visit us. Well, you don't need to be special to come and drink a good wine here. So um, Life is, is too for... short for bad wine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if you like to ever experience to be in our beautiful cava and our beautiful wine cellar, please give us a call and and you can let's let's just jump into it. You can handle from a couple just driving down to oh, yeah. a group of true said forty. Forty, yeah. <laughs> That's an amazing, an amazing ar yeah. uh, array of offerings. I mean, yeah. that's 40 people in this space would be, you'd have to be on your game. Yeah. She's smiling, I mean, Mara's smiling. Sorry, you can't see There are very few people who can do it. I've been in this business a long time. There are very few people who can do this, keep it interesting for 40 people. And you have to realize in those 40 people, there might be a few that have no idea about wine to somebody who really knows a lot. So you need to be very versatile. And she is. And I'm just amazed because I certainly couldn't do it. And to keep 40 people people happy um, on different levels is very difficult and I'm very proud of you yeah. well true that's beautifully spoken let's get right into it's been a tough year it's been a tough year all over the world all over the world yes, the Valle still looks beautiful the Sun is still shining the birds are still chirping your stunning horses are still in the field it's harvest time mm -mm. Dinner was beautiful. Breakfast was beautiful. You're beautiful. So let's get into it. How have you? How have you fared? You know, t t times were tough. <clears throat> times were tough, but we knew it was only for a certain time, and we just believed that. And then when the authorities were telling us, "Oh, another six months," not, we kept thinking, "Okay, another six months. We can do this." And if we had known in the beginning that, that it was four months, six months, and another six months, maybe we would have been very sad. But this way, we kept saying, we can do this, we got this. And now um, we're really open. And I don't know for how long, because we've been open before where the, um, the government came in again and said, sorry. And then we had, uh, we have six rooms. Then we could start with three rooms and then four, five, six, and then we had to close again. So it was a little bit um, difficult because we had to tell people who had reservations that they had to wait and to had to, um, yeah, wait till maybe next year. And um, but we did very well because uh, nobody got sick. Uh, we all had the masks on. We had. We're taking care of our hands, I don't know, three, hand four, five, six, yes. 20 yeah. times a day. There are hand sanitizing stations everywhere here. You're everywhere, yes. everywhere. And um, we did not have uh, one person who uh, picked up the, uh, the COVID here. And we were very proud about that. I think we did so well because everybody was with us. We had one woman from the food truck in charge of all of us, and she's very tough. But most of all, it's our building. We have so many doors and we're in the middle of nowhere. We can open this up, you know, in, in three minutes. And it's just the wind from the ocean coming in. And, and that with the distances, we have big rooms and uh, we, can ha we have different tables for uh, different um, activities. And I think all these little things together made it possible for us to not have not one COVID person. And I think the, the approach that you took to this was 
uh, obviously coming from your generous soul, but you kept your staff on. You, you, you reduced them one day a week. You've, you worked with them to find a way for it to work for you as the employer. But, you know, if they, if they couldn't live without that day uh, of pay, you, you know, found something for them to do. If they absolutely positively needed that, that level of income, you figured something out. They could work yeah. in the field. They, they may not be it's the a, same. It was pretty much working in the field. And when they knew that, they, hmm, they'd rather not work that but, one day. But, but you kept them on. I kept them on. I kept everybody. We didn't lose anybody. And in the beginning, uh, when we spoke about maybe you can give us one day, um, mm, people were not that happy. But a month later, when they realized that people around us were being let go, um, they realized and one by one came back and said, you know, Senora, we, we were not that happy uh, with the solution that you had, but now we're really very impressed with what you did. So it worked well. And everything we went through with this COVID made us closer and made us... Um, it made us... Stronger. Stronger, stronger. exactly right, yeah, yes. For sure. Katie, hey, wish you had joined us on the Nora 500. Well, here's your chance. It's double the mileage, double the fun, double the parties, double the dirt. It is the Nora Mexican 1000. We're going to drive by day. We're going to party by night. I'm pouring shots of Fortaleza tequila. April 30th through May 6th, 2022, we're driving the entire peninsula. You don't want to miss out on this one. Again, if I can do it in my 1971 Toyota Land Cruiser, totally stock, you can do it in any modern 4x4. The Nora Mexican 1000 is the happiest race on earth. Check it out at Nora.com, N-O-R-R-A.com, or on Slow Baja. Here at Slow Baja, we can't wait to drive our old Land Cruiser south of the border. And when we go, we'll be going with Baja Bound Insurance. Their website's fast and easy to use. Check them out at BajaBound.com. That's BajaBound.com serving Mexico travelers since 1994. Well, back onto the task at hand here, sitting at a table full of ladies who know their business. Back to now that the Valle is open and, and safe, um, and you can be distant here but still social, I think is the important message. It's beautiful. We had a beautiful dinner, but the couple we were talking with, they yes. were six plus feet away from us at their table, and we were at our table, and it was quite quite safe and lovely I'm back to you Claudia so process of um, process of finding out about uh, Adobe Guadalupe Vineyard and Inn is first step is on the internet and you're at Facebook Instagram and what's the website the website is uh, www.adobeguadalupe.com Okay. That's our website, uh, and also in uh, Facebook is uh, Adobe Guadalupe. Instagram is the same. Yep. So it'll be on the sh on the show notes and your regular posters, so it's easy to find. Up to six rooms. Yes, we have six rooms. Uh, all there is the same. They have a queen size bed. It is include uh, taxes, also a, a bottle of wine, white wine in the in the room and a breakfast is served eight o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock in the morning and uh vip wine testing in the cellar 
So the, the breakfast is, this is my second breakfast here. And the breakfast is so lovely. I mean, even again, in the times that we're living in, you're in a beautiful long table in a huge, warm, welcoming kitchen. And the ladies tell me their names. I'm sorry, I'm blanking on them, but the ladies in, who are in the kitchen in the kitchen are uh, magnificent. Yes, magnificent. Uh, it is. You feel like you're in, in home. Yes, and everything is fresh. <laughs> like they, yes. Yeah, um, and then back to the wines, Mara. Um, what makes Adobe Guadalupe special? Oh, the story behind it. The love. Yeah, the love, the warm, the every time that you drink the wine and you can, and if you hear what the people is guiding you through the whole wine tasting, then you can find yourself in a magical place. So if you drink it elsewhere, here, but here, but in here, then you can also feel the warmth and the passion that's behind each of wine, if, if each of the wines that you experience or if you take home or whatever. So it's everything about love, about passion, about warm, about being home. Yeah, as well as a place. So you guys, you cannot see whatever is in here, but uh, you can actually feel because it's transmitted through. Yeah, to come back to you, True, you, know, you and your, your late husband, Donald, you, you looked at a lot of places around the world before you decided this was going to be the place for your winery. It was very obvious, though, when we, when we came here. Um, there was no doubt, and there was nothing here, trust me. I mean, I think you, there, there was, was one, nothing one here. watermelon <laughs> somewhere in the middle of nothing, and... Um, and I knew, I knew it was here. And um, my husband <clears throat> looked at me and he said, well, uh, and I said, it's here. And he says, yes, it's here. It was very, very nice that he did. And of course, he was very, very pleased later that we decided. And uh, it probably was the first place that um, they showed us in the valley that was for sale. And uh, we bought it. And how many years ago was that? About 22. 22. Yeah, it was in 1990, in 26. Okay, mm -hmm. so in, in those days, of course, there's only, a, you were what, the sixth winery or something yes, in, the, in the Valle? Exactly, it, yes. it wasn't chock-a-block full. No, and, and you know, I really and, didn't, didn't, I never thought ever, ever, ever that there would be more than 10 wineries. And I think there are now almost 250. Yeah. That's astonishing. Yeah, exactly. That's astonishing. Yes, so I'm really glad that we bought enough land because um, when you are here, as, as you were saying, you feel you could be at the end of the world or you could be, I don't know, France, Spain. Um, and because you really don't feel that there are these 250 wineries around you and bothering you. And um, so we were actually smart to buy enough uh, hectares, as they say. Visionaries. Yes. You're visionaries. Yes. <laughs> well, let's get on to a couple of the other parts of the vision. So weddings are now available billboard on the highway oh, yes. so yes. you can have your wedding <laughs> event reception here we you shared some beautiful um, tequila with us last night and i just want to get into your your vision on that i think is lovely so can you tell me a little bit about um what's behind your your idea on tequila tequila so yeah on tequila uh i thought it would be very interesting to have something else than just uh, red and white wine 
And uh, so I love tequila. And, but you know, it's too strong for me. It's too, I can only have a little bit. And I love uh, from different places where tequila comes from. I really have tried it and it is marvelous. It's something so typical from Mexico that um, I have no other words for that. But I also think it is, it, it's a little bit strong in the throat. And I thought... <laughs> it could be a little rough. <laughs> That's what gives me this and beautiful thought, voice, people. How can we change Dustin that? Tequila. So my friend uh, from the um, the family in, uh, where is it? In, in the, the Salsa family. Salsa Sea family in Tequila and in, in Tequila. Um, we became friends because of something and Jaime and I, uh, the owner, and I, I talked to him about, listen, this is a little bit hard for women, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole women thing came about. And I think it was his idea or my idea to think of putting his tequila in our um, barrels, so used barrels. We use our barrels for two years. And uh, they are the, the wood is from France. We only use French oak, and then we sell the the barrels to other people, and usually for a good price. So it's it's mm. it's worth it. And then I thought, what if we put your tequila, Jaime, in my um, in, in in my barrels, and maybe for how, whatever long time you think for it to to get what we have and then shared it with you. And he said, maybe 30 days would be good. We tried it. The, his tequila got a little bit of a different color, a beautiful light brown. And um, we tried it, and bingo, that was it. And Tia, Tia Tula, there's yes, a story there. Tia Tula. There's a story there. We, ta we talked about it a little bit on our last visit. But Tia Tula is an interesting part of your heart. It had a lot to do with, around that time when Jaime and I decided to change his his tequila a little bit. Um, it was the feeling at the time that women became more important. And so it all came together how it, this tequila was actually showing to the world and um, how women would get in uh, and then how women really would um, pop up and maybe do something really interesting that men maybe had not thought about. I'm, I'm saying this in the nicest way. And um, so the color of, of his tequila then became that beautiful, beautiful um, color. And then um, we started trying, friends, please try this, please. and it was a great success. Yeah, and I, I love it. I think it's a little bit pink, frankly, yes, and I think uh, that's a wonderful wonderful change for many, many reasons. And now you're on to mezcal. Yes, and then of course. Where are you going to stop? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Should we be making I... gin in the bathtub soon? <laughs> what a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I thought if we'll we did- We'll be the first to tell, about it, tell you about it on Slow Baja when True starts making gin in the bathtub. You know, it really doesn't sound bad. A speakeasy. Exactly, speakeasy. Back to mezcal. Yes. We digress. Please tell me mezcal, it's coming. Um, I thought that um, what we did with Jaime and what we did with the family over there, and then uh, it, it really took off very well. We're still not selling in the United States. We're waiting for one more signature, but I think it will do well in what United States do. Then we thought um, it was a little bit too much um, towards the women, and then we thought we need somebody strong next to that. 
the men, after all, still must feel like that. Let's do it. Let's do a mezcal, right? And so we went to Oaxaca, Luis and I, and uh, <laughs> for one week, and we tried a lot of mezcals. You can imagine. <laughs> And we found very interesting people. And of course, it's a very interesting way how they make mezcal and the smoke and the whole thing and the stories that go with it and the stories that you think differently and all these all these ideas that we, we chose the best uh, mezcal that we could find. And um, we're, we're buying it from these lovely people. And we call it Lucifer because... For, many reasons. <laughs> for me, it is. I'll come right back to it. For me, it is for sure. Um, Mara, if you could share with the Slow Baja world a little bit about the names of the wines here and the representation behind them, the spirits, please. I'd love to just bring that story back out. Well, the story of the wines goes back when Mrs. Miller came to Valle. Um, uh, there is uh, in Mexico, we have a lady of Guadalupe. And we are very, very into that. We believe strongly in the Lady of Guadalupe and we're very Catholic too. So uh, when she found out that there was a, a Valle de Guadalupe called after this lady, so she thought that it was a, this was the place. So uh, when she started the first three labels of wine, because there were three of them, in 2000 was the first harvest, um, she thought that having names of the angels and the archangels after these uh, three wines was the best thing to do because she wanted to honor her late son memory by naming those because he was very into the Lady of Guadalupe as well. So um, that's, the, that's the story behind it. So going back to Lucifer, <laughs> Lucifer as well is an angel, the fallen angel, but still is an angel, and he goes to with this concept of angels. Uh, the first three wines there were Miguel, Querubiel, and Gabriel. Then uh, Uriel is a rosé, it's a very beautiful rosé, and uh, Serafiel, Raphael was the last one to us added to the whole collection of angels and Lucifer finishes and closes it everything. So that's the story of it. Beautiful. And you, you remember those are of course our, our, our top wines. Yes. But then we realized very, very much so that that was wonderful and people loved it, but too expensive. So I thought wait a minute, we need to think of the young people, we need to think of people that have not that much money or people that have a lot of money but don't want to put that money into wine. So uh, we thought, oops, so we have the angels, they're our top. Then we started making wines that are named after gardens. And the gardens, and this now now are actually more, uh, more known popular. and more popular than, than uh, especially through this time. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it, it's it's less expensive. <laughs> yes, my garden, and um, so we came up with the um, the first gardens were maybe the Jardín Secreto, Jardín Secreto, which means secret garden. I mean, a magical garden. We have a whatever garden, and then with the COVID, I thought we need to make a wine that's still less expensive because God knows where this world is going and we, and people should have good wines. So I thought about maybe a 
Jardine de True. My name is True, and I thought people believe me, and so they will know that I, we came up with this wine during these difficult times. This wine, uh, Jardine de True, True's Garden, um, has different um, varietals every year because this is the wine uh, of the grapes that are kind of kind of left over but fabulous and we put those together so in the garden it's like a regular garden you one day this rose does better the next day this other uh, plant does better and so we have a little um, I think a little strip mm -hmm. around um, Jardin de True and it says you know this is this um, special wine for this year because we don't know that the next year we'll still have a truce garden, but um, it might taste a little bit different because we had more of this grape left over, so we could so we could use that. And um, people were saying to me, "Oh, we don't know if people will like that." But I think because of the COVID, people are appreciating that we can make a less expensive wine, and that yes, it might just change a little bit from year to year. And life changes a little bit and what we really have seen so i thought i could put this all together and people understanding it and now of course it's selling very well yeah. it was a great success <laughs> it's a great success <laughs> right well i appreciate my great success in being able to come back and see you it really has been terrific claudia mara thank you for joining us on the slow baja for a little update on the Valle and Adobe Guadalupe and True. Always wonderful. Always wonderful. Thank you for the hospitality. And folks, get down here while you can. Get down here when you, while True's still here doing this, the opening her home and her heart and pouring these beautiful wines and this beautiful tequila. And I can't wait to uh, have a short conversation with Lucifer. Just a little taste. Not Mescal and I don't really get along very well. So, But it's, it's been a delight. Um, so thank you all, and thank you. Uh, we'll see you soon one more time. Thank you. Uh, .com. com. It's on Adobe Now Also, we can reach us by phone, 646-155-2094. And that'll be in the show notes. All right. Thanks, ladies. Beautiful. Did it. Thank you. Thank you, baby. I feel like an artist. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about my friend True Miller? You've probably heard the podcast, but let me tell you, her vineyard, Adobe Guadalupe Winery, is spectacular. From the breakfast at her communal table, bookended to an intimate dinner at night, their house-bred Azteca horses, Solomon the Horseman, will get you on a ride that'll just change your life. The food, the setting, the pool, it's all spectacular. AdobeGuadalupe.com. For appearing on Slow Baja today, our guests will receive the beautiful Benchmark Map 72-page Baja Road and Recreation Atlas. Do not go to Baja without this, folks. You never know when your GPS is going to crap out, and you're going to want a great map in your lap. Trust me.